0: room waiting for some test results so I read the scriptures that were my morning devotions from them came this message I'd been waiting for eight years to have the weekend with my three daughters and their families at the resort on crane Lake now we were together and I had all I could do to get out of bed sit with them on the beach and enjoy the sunset By late morning, they had decided that I needed to be tested for the COVID virus. I could hardly function. So we left after only one day. I'm Terry Hardica, and this is another in a long line of trials that have defined my life and and most of your lives. But I'm not unique to them. Everyone has them, but often they seem pointless and sometimes debilitating. This episode of Life Journeys is fresh in my pathway, and with it, something more from heaven has been mined out of the pit to fuel our souls with the power of God. Psalm 6, verse 2 and following says, Have mercy upon me, O Lord, for I am weak. O Lord, heal me, for my bones are vexed. My soul is also sore-vexed, but thou, O Lord, how long? Return, O Lord, deliver my soul. O save me for thy mercy's sake. I see a man here who is sick, and no one can heal him or tell him why. But he knows. If he's honest, he knows. And it's a long, long season of being chastened for issues within where none can see he must be convinced in a manner that deals with the stubborn inner man of pride, that seedbed of the soul where the fear of God has not yet penetrated, that which allows rotten things to grow beneath the surface, yet sprouts come up to defile from time to time. Though he be forgiven, again and again, it's time to root out the impurities that keep him from glorious liberty. Now, He will not be healed till the work of the pruner has finished. It will be a long, long time. Oh, this may be a man, or it may very well be a nation. The depths have not yet done their job, but they will in time. In the meantime, there are enemies that he cannot overcome. They are too strong to outsmart or overwhelm. They are cunning. "'hidden, yet very ready to pounce. "'They have eaten away many precious things "'until weariness and sloth, "'or is it his nations, "'that has turned to lukewarmness and wounded pride. "'Now he tries to fight his enemy, "'and only his weakness will show him "'that the only formidable enemy lies within. "'It's time to root him out. "'His enemy is not white supremacy.' Democrats, socialists, republicans, or corrupt doctors. Hear the cry of the man who knows. Verse 7 in the 6th Psalm says, My eye is consumed because of grief. It waxes old because of all my enemies. Depart from me, all you workers of iniquity, for the Lord has heard the voice of my weeping. The Lord has heard my supplication. The Lord will receive my prayer. Let all my enemies be ashamed and sore-vexed. Let them return and be ashamed suddenly. There is a newfound courage born of the persistent prayer of the penitent psalmist. He rises in the faith of living by every word of of the God who demands holiness, not with a shout of anger, but with a long season of terrible refining by His silence. This old warrior is revived by his repentance, and charges the villain who has long scoffed, cunningly deceived, and expertly betrayed the masses of men, women, and armies. He has not demanded upon the usual weapons of the art of war. He has not used the tactics of the people. He has gained the day through his inner battles with sin's tools of the trade. He is struck at the root, and the tree is about to fall, though the enemy knows it not. The enemy still roars, but his days are about to end, suddenly. As is always the case with spiritual warfare, the men and women who won the day on humbled knees of faith knew when victory was won before it was ever known by their foes. "'God, this is not fair.' Those words never came up out of my heart as I thought of my grandchildren running on the beach, my daughters catching up around the campfire as they celebrated a birthday. The doctor came into the room and said, "'Everything looks perfect. Your heart seems fine. The COVID test was negative. You'll have to just continue working with the Mayo Clinic.' I told him that I had always said that when you're over the hill, you ought to be going faster." He liked that because he said, well, I'm forty now. Oh, man, I've got kids older than you. Then it was out the door, a stop at Arby's for our supper to go and back home where God was still speaking through the windows of those shadows, speaking about mercy's ugly truth. Those who demand justice can never receive mercy. Without purity, it's pointless. Without standards, it's powerless. Without justice, mercy is meaningless. Without repentance, it will not be granted. Without faith, it will not be imparted. And without gratitude, it will not be achieved. Mercy knows we are all flawed. It accepts that without it, we will all fail. Without it, no power can stand, no nation can thrive, and no man can be free. The pathway to liberty is along the avenue of mercy. The journey is often a hope-filled but hard road of tribulation to break the proud spirit. Those who would enjoy its prosperity are those who will pay its price. I feel like I have died a thousand times over the past few years. With myalgic encephalomyelitis, commonly called chronic fatigue syndrome, you have no tumors. No hardened arteries. X-rays show no deformities, and blood tests reveal no illness. Yet it brings times of total disability, and you never know how to hold it back. It feels like a heart attack, or that you've been hit by a truck. You feel too tired to breathe. Many nights I've said goodbye to my girls in my mind. Before we left for the resort, I made sure my taxes were done, and there was plenty of savings transferred into the checkbook. Then a man goes to God in full surrender. Nothing is wanting but mercy for his children and his wife. The journey that leads to true faith in the mercy of God is often hard. Right now, I'm seeing in my heart the clouds of war, the dust of enemies that just can't be identified. They're throwing up waves of opposition. It's like a haze some days in our lives. But if we will look closely, just beyond the mist of our trial, God is standing by with watchful eye, ready to guide us safely. In every storm of life, our Deliverer and Friend is purposely positioned in a way that we can always find Him there, just beyond all of our own thoughts and feelings. He has made a plan for you, and He has a plan for this nation.